guys, welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World. If you are currently listening on Spotify, then you can go ahead and download and follow and like if you're listening on iTunes, and you can download and follow and like and leave a review and comment. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, oh yeah, SoundCloud, then you can <laughs> follow and like and comment. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms so you can all stay in them. touch and in tune with what we're doing, mm-hmm. which reminds me I need to post. <laughs> um, you can follow us on instagram at songwriting saves the world you can follow us on twitter at song saves world because we couldn't have the whole handle and you can follow <laughs> us on facebook like our page at songwriting saves the world get the whole family to do it you know the drill dog yeah. cousin uncle aunt squirrel we know you want to and we really appreciate it if you do and we really i mean i don't know about unique but i like stalk everybody who follows us so Oh, same. <laughs> I've seen all of your Yeah, pictures. so I, like, I know. <laughs> I, like, I love you guys. I feel a connection. Um, yes, family. And if you really, really like our show, then you can support us on Patreon for just $4 a month. You get extra content from the guests, like song breakdowns and a laptop sticker. Merch, merch, merch. So, at Songing Saves the World on Patreon. Let's get into the episode with Carmen Karis. Welcome back to another episode of Songwriting Saves the World with Karis, Carmen, also known as Carmen. Hi. (laughs) Karis is an Italian songwriter and singer and classical pianist. Um, In March 2019, she released a six-track EP, Insight Beyond My Eyes, which was well-received by Italian press. Go, Carmen. And she has since released four singles, Square Square One, Maroon, The Tree Still Know, and Fresh OJ, which I swear I listen to Fresh OJ like every single time. Same. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Thank you. I feel like Fresh OJ, just like side note, because I feel like we've listened to it so, (laughs) so much. That you know how at the end of the year Spotify gives you like your top played songs. I'm yeah positive. Oh yeah, that I'm Fresh predicting OJ's that one. Like That's positive. So cool. It's That's so, so good. Cool. Thank you. It's so good. Thank you. <laughs> so we do a little game on this podcast called mm-hmm. Right Toward Tank, okay. and it is the musical version of F Mary Kill. And so you can mm-hmm. write with an artist, tour mm-hmm. with an artist, which it's strictly touring, and then when you have to you know put it in a water tank they just you dunk them yeah yeah gotta dunk them so you've never done that though you know there's a first time for everything (laughs) i've never done it either but we talk about it every week on the show so i should Uh, by now (laughs) i I used to watch like this uh this series this is an off topic but i used to watch raven that's a raven Uh oh yeah yeah. an episode in which she had to tank like a boy and she did that three oh, times because, yeah, it was it was funny, but also I, don't know, I wanted to cry <laughs> because of the reason why she had done that. But anyways, sorry. You're like quality entertainment. Also, I feel terrible for that man. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. If we ever do visuals for this podcast, like a YouTube version, we should have that like happen. We should have that clip. That would be really show. funny. That would be funny. <laughs> Okay, so your three artist options are mm-hmm. 21 Pilots, <laughs> Phineas, and King Princess. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Call the options. I think I would write with Phineas. I don't know because I've been such a huge <laughs> 21 Pilots fan, especially like um, in the past. 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean I've been to their tours uh, multiple times so maybe I would tour with them but yeah. I don't want to tank King Princess she's so cool she can swim. She's so cool. Cool people Honestly, can swim. She can swim. Yeah, she can so swim. swim. Okay. She kind of scares me a little bit, though. Maybe she I feel likes like the water. She might. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think she'd take it well, but it would also be, like, intimidating to be like, okay, King Princess, like, well, you're going in the dunk tank. You know what? Maybe <laughs> that's the icebreaker that you need with her. Maybe. Ah, that's a good idea. Because then after, it'll be a joke. You guys laugh, and then you write a song together. And then you're friends. That's true. Yeah. Because before that, <laughs> that you're, like, scared. Sense. But once you dunk yeah. someone, it's... <laughs> You laugh. It's fine. I think that's a great idea. I think okay. touring 21 Pilots would be super sick. So yeah, Oh, yeah, I that'd think be so, so fun. I think touring with a band is like, I think that's probably superior than touring Pretty with ideal. like a single artist because it's just like a whole pack of like musicians having a great time, right? Come on, that's gang. True. I mean, that's fun why fact. I envision it. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I I actually like my, my might be a bit cringy. I don't know. But, no, no, no. What? Uh, we love cringe. I met... <laughs> I met 21 Pilots twice here in no Milan. No way. I had a meet and greet with them oh, <laughs> a I few years that. back. And they weren't as huge here in Italy yet. Okay. Because mm-hmm. their, um, their album, a Blurry Face, had just come out. Mm-hmm. And they weren't like a, a huge thing. And, uh, but that obviously changed. <laughs> and I met them. And it was actually uh, the drummer um josh's birthday mm-hmm. and Aww. i asked him to do like the uh the handshake i don't know if you're familiar with that but like they have a handshake um uh-huh. this was in the video in the stressed out video as well uh-huh. okay yeah and now i do that with my boyfriend which is silly but it's oh <laughs> i love that that's, that's cute. so yeah. cute wait were they nice was it a good they experience they were super nice yeah yeah, oh, yeah. so you have Aww. to tour with them yeah so that's perfect <laughs> that was a given and they know you, you guys, know. It's yeah. written in the stars. You guys are going on tour together. I oh, guess. my God. I, I'm <laughs> going to be so excited for that show. Same. Carmen and 21 Pilots. I love it. My God. So can you start with, like, just give us a background, a summary of your musical journey and how you got from little you to where you are now? So, like, the, the very beginning, right? Yeah. Let's take okay. it back. Take us way <laughs> back. Way back. Okay, so... Um, I was six years old when um, I, I got like a note from uh, from my school saying mm-hmm. that uh, there would uh, be a music course mm. and uh, there were three available instruments to, to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only remember the keyboard and the violin. I don't remember mm-hmm. the third one. But anyways, I asked my mother if I could start learning the violin. And, and that's because there was no piano. There was, like, keyboard. I mean... Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I guess the, the keyboard like, is the same. Thing <laughs> don't give it to me Exactly, all. exactly. So, so I said, uh, Mom, can I please study the violin? And she said, well, yes, but maybe... Well, what, what do you think about the keyboard instead? And um, apparently... I don't know. She she asked for advice. I, d- I don't remember. So <laughs> I ended up doing keyboard for a year, mm-hmm. um, and then and I loved it. And obviously, it was keyboard, but also like a bit of theory. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I had to read notes, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and that is 
it. Then I, I think I took like a one year break from it because my mother was uh, looking for an actual piano teacher, like mm -hmm. a private teacher, because this was um, uh, a, a course, uh, a like it was a class. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah exactly. Um, so then we found uh, an amazing piano teacher and she was my private tutor for two years. And then uh, she, like, she prepared me, she trained me um, for um, uh, for my audition at my local conservatory, mm, so cool. music school. Yeah, yeah it, it was. Um, yeah, and that is it. So I got in, and uh, I was 10 years <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I did it. it. This is funny. So I got in. I was 10 years mm -hmm. old. I thought th that would just be it. I mean, I thought it was an examination. And then I would go back to my private tutor. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then, uh, obviously, it wasn't, uh, it, that wasn't it. Because mm -hmm. I was supposed to um, attend the conservatory. Right. So I remember crying to my mom Aww. saying, but I, I thought I would, you know, carry on with my former tutor and she <laughs> I remember her calling me but anyway this has nothing to do with uh, with this sorry and uh, yeah so I studied at the conservatory for nine years I studied classical piano mm -hmm. and um, you know other subjects obviously theory I did um, two years of classical harmony wow. and history music she knows a lot obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> She's well-rounded. <laughs> and, well, you, you need to study, obviously, but, um, uh, I mean, I had to study piano, but obviously these uh, subjects were really mm -hmm. important, too. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I haven't studied enough, like, harmony, definitely not. And uh, it was really weird because uh, I feel like I should have studied those subjects before, um, the sixth year, because that's how you do it in Italy, uh, at least for piano. Sixth and seventh year of conservatory, you study uh, that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, and that's it. In the meantime, like, while practicing, <laughs> <laughs> I would write songs. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, a little secret. <laughs> um, because, I, yeah, I felt like, hmm, okay, I'll do this. Because I also always loved singing. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. But I didn't think that that was uh, a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I was the pianist. Right. So. so how old were you when you started writing songs? I think I was... Like, my f first song was... Uh, I was 12, I think. That's the but magic I age. Mean, uh, I there it is. <laughs> but, I mean, I didn't even know I was doing that. Yeah, but even if yeah. you're not conscious of it, you're still practicing from the time you're young. So, yeah, that's I true. mean, clearly it worked out. That's true. <laughs> and uh, I have another fun fact. I mean, I don't know if it's only fun for me, but um, <laughs> I remember my, my aunt um, wa wanted to surprise me with, uh, like, a trip to Disneyland. Uh -huh. and, uh, and, you know, she, she told me. Uh, eventually, she told me about the trip, and I, I was so... Yeah, wow. yeah, you know, I, I felt like Disney. Yeah, and I felt the need to, you know, compose something. Aww, that's so sweet. And, 
and and I was uh, almost twelve. Yeah. So I mean, that was is it wasn't、I、a song.、Cry. It was just piano. That is still a song. <laughs> If was I was、funny. your aunt receiving that, I would probably. That、cry. is so cute. <laughs> She has it framed. Oh. <laughs> that is so. I'm、sweet. gonna cry. Oh. <laughs> You're the、yeah. nicest person. No. That's incredible. <laughs> your first song was to celebrate your voyage to Disneyland. And the trip.、Exactly. That's incredible. I can't think <laughs> of a better、framed. reason to write a song. Honestly, I really can't. Well, basically,、um, yeah, I just carried on、uh, writing actual songs.、Mm-hmm. I had my my notebooks. I I still have like to this day. I have a huge box under my bed in my hometown、mm-hmm. uh, with all、mm-hmm. my notebooks and my lyrics and and all of that. And yeah, but eventually, like I also. Uh, wanted to continue with、mm-hmm. piano. I wanted to go to school to London.、Mm-hmm. Um, I had auditioned、London. for another conservatory there.、Um, uh, it went it, it like it went well, but then I I didn't end up、mm-hmm. going.、Um, so I thought, okay, I'll go to university and study. You know something、uh, that I still enjoy, which wasn't music. It was linguistics. Cool.、Mm-hmm. Um.、Uh, But then I, re- I mean, I didn't drop out because I I wanted to、uh-huh. to finish,、mm-hmm. you know. But <laughs> you know, especially the last year, I、no, really I wanted、thrilled. to. Yeah, I said okay, let's get this let's over get with. And, I feel、uh, that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's currently where I am in life right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're all getting our education. It's fine. It's important. <laughs> Now seeing、yeah. that you got through it really just is pushing、mm-hmm. me forward.、Mm-hmm. So you have a very distinct style. Like your music is kind of like lo-fi, all R and B vibes, and it's super cool. So how did you get to where you are now from playing classical piano? Like how did you find yeah, your niche? Yeah, that style.、Mm. Well, that's a. Very interesting question,、um, because、uh, I mean, s- I still、um, do write like、um, mm-hmm. by my piano, and、uh, I try to produce demos of、mm-hmm. my tracks, and then I usually、um, ask actual, you know, real producers. <laughs> To produce the tracks, and、uh, there are a few really talented musicians from、oh, my、cool. hometown, actually.、Mm. And、um, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that are、mm-hmm. into this genre, and、mm. uh, that is why I got into、um, into contact with、uh, with it、mm-hmm. and with them, obviously, and、uh, that is basically it. Obviously, even my、mm, Moving to Milan was a big thing for me because、um, I mean I I got different、um, different vibes and、um, you know I you know I I I got I was open to、yeah. uh, different things which yeah, I wasn't moving、before. to a new like city can introduce you to new genres and stuff yeah that's true and、uh, um, I really started enjoying like writing over beats. Mm, yeah, like, but yeah. For example, that's what actually happened for the EP、um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. insight, and also with Square One,、mm-hmm. um, and with、uh, Fresh OJ. That that was a funny, like, well, not a funny story, but、mm, how I 
I wrote it, like why I chose that that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just because I was back in my apartment after quarantining with my boyfriend. And, mm-hmm. um, and there was basically nothing much. And in, in my room, I was packing up because I had to move. And mm-hmm. there was like... Um, <laughs> There was actually fresh orange juice, <laughs> like a carton. Of I st- That's I think so funny. Uh, I still have. Yeah, it was. It's it was funny because I, I he had sent me um, uh, the idea <laughs> for the production, and uh, I mean I didn't know what to write about, so mm-hmm. th- that's how it. <laughs> it I love that. Evolved. Yeah, you're like sometimes it's just that easy. You see fresh orange <laughs> juice, and you're like, I'm so gonna funny. make a banger. So your first language is Italian, right? But your songs like are in English. So do you write in Italian or do you write in English or do you translate it? And like, are you thinking in Italian and then like you write in English? Or what's that like for you? Okay. So basically, like, I don't know if I've ever told you because, you know, like when we met at NYU, mm-hmm. like I was the Italian girl. But right. um, I'm... I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually half Italian and half Maltese. Okay. So I don't like Malta is a very very tiny island. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know if you know about it, but because it's I don't know. No, I've heard <laughs> of it. It's yeah, such a tiny island. Okay, and uh, um, so mm, well in Malta. There are two official languages. One is English, and the other one's Maltese. And okay. My mother. Uh, brought me up uh, sorry yeah I mean I was brought up uh, speaking English and Italian so so I mean I mean I I definitely don't translate (laughs) and I don't think (laughs) I don't think in Italian and then and then um, you know translate or Mm -hmm. something but I get this question, well, not this exact question, but a similar question mm-hmm. a lot, uh, which is, uh, why don't you also uh, write mm-hmm. in Italian? And I, I mean, I've been working on it because honestly, I feel like I'm missing out on it mm-hmm. on, on something, but I don't mm-hmm. know, probably because I've always um, mostly listened to um, yeah. English lyrics, you know, so... Um, and songs so that's basically I think that makes sense I'm like always curious I mean because like you guys are both bilingual actually you speak three languages if you speak Maltese and English and Italian so like like, not to brag but yeah I mean (laughs) yeah she's like yeah yeah I do (laughs) yeah I do (laughs) I'm not I mean I'm not that good I mean I I understand pretty much everything um I can read I can write but I'm I'm not very good at speaking i th- i think that yeah. that qualifies as being good <laughs> yeah, at language if you can that's read awesome. and write it yeah i always feel like a dumb american because i'm like i only speak english and i need to get it together and learn another language you shouldn't feel dumb i mean it's your language and usually people want to learn uh, english just because uh, well mostly because it's useful yeah exactly useful, i'd say yeah. yeah but you should try 
like um getting in touch with another language because it's really listen uh, sasha experience i saw her translate french one time no but that really no you say that that lucas (laughs) we are watching a lucas about interview and she translated the entire thing subtitles and he was speaking in french well there was french subtitles you were guessing french subtitles but I could, I could yeah, read it. But like when people speak it. to me in French, like it goes over my head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a start. And I can read like very, of course very it minimal takes French. It's just from French in school. You have to start but somewhere. Anik really hypes me up with that because, like, you said that now multiple times to people, and I'm like, we're really confusing the <laughs> yeah. world, making them think that I speak French. When if anyone <laughs> spoke to me in French, I would have no idea what you were saying. <laughs> I thought well, it was thank impressive. You. I appreciate that. <laughs> so we talk a lot about songwriters, a songwriter's toolbox on this podcast, which is okay. essentially just like little tips and tricks that you've picked up throughout the years for sessions or just writing mm-hmm. by yourself. Um, an example would be something that Sasha um, mentions a lot, which is mm-hmm. voice memos, like in the beginning of a session to turn on a voice memo. So if you sing anything or this melody if someone mm-hmm. forgets it you can go back and listen to it so what are some things that are in your songwriting yeah. toolbox i would say have like mm, an idea or a couple of mm-hmm. ideas of hooks you're really good at writing hooks you you think like that's like, <laughs> think, yeah yeah i thanks. really think i yeah. feel like all your songs have really strong hooks you come up with some really sick melodies well likewise <laughs> that's <Thanks>. true <laughs> and yeah so because you know if you have a hook at least that's one of the ways mm-hmm. i like um writing mm-hmm. you know if you have that you can work yeah, yeah around uh around the hook or you know build something up towards that um another thing um have a couple of ideas i wouldn't say um uh, do you remember at nyu mm-hmm. like there was dana mm-hmm. always saying to uh, you know talking oh about yeah yeah i do remember book. that <laughs> yeah so it was like inspiration a book with yeah titles or just oh yeah yeah, yeah. Random words <laughs> um i, I don't book. have one but like if you have some of uh, like i usually keep um like on my on my phone i mm-hmm. have my notes with potential ideas yeah. uh, which I, I like to bring in mm-hmm. um, yeah. so that you can start somewhere. Yeah. And no, those are super yeah, I good. I don't know if these are any, any no, I don't think those are all do, but I feel like <laughs> it's tools. like cool. whenever, do you guys get the feeling after you write a song when sometimes you finish writing a song and you hear something that you wrote and you're like, how did that happen? Like every time I write a song, I forget how I did that yeah. and so <laughs> it's kind of like a difficult existence because I'm like I'm a songwriter and I say that I write songs but I don't really know how I do that like I know how I do that like when it happens how? Yeah. but yeah. Do. yeah so like having ideas when you bring them in I feel like sometimes the hardest place to be when you're writing a song or by yourself or in a co-write is when the idea is not really solidified when like people aren't really on the same page or like it's kind of like Mm -hmm. this big open idea and you haven't narrowed it down yet and that's like the most difficult phase to get through I feel like Mm -hmm. because once you have like a really solid idea in some form like a really solid melody or 
really solid lyrical idea or something, you can build around that. But beforehand, it's just like everyone's in the phase of like, how do we do this again? Yeah. <laughs> or even just a really yeah. solid story. Exactly even if you what have you no say. lyrics or no melody yeah. ideas, but you know exactly what it is that you want to say. Mm-hmm. Because if not, yeah. they're just like scratching their head. We're like looking and at I each other. And I feel like that's kind of fine like so. if you're writing in person. But since like quarantine writing over Zoom or over FaceTime, people like not having a, an idea when you come into that is so hard because yeah. There's also, there's no, like, vibe in the room that you can, mm-hmm. like, pick up off of. There's no, like, communal exactly. sense That's or, like, true. something that happened to everyone in the room when you walked into the, into the studio that day. So there's, like, no, nothing shared. And so, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a really good um, addition to the toolbox, mm-hmm. I think. So you talked a little bit about writing over beats and kind of, like, your process. And obviously, you're a really accomplished pianist, so... Like, how often do you start a song at the piano, or do you more frequently now start with beats? Or kind of, like, what's your process for the beginnings of songs and how you get inspired? Okay, so I would say um, if I start with beats, I don't know how. I mean, I guess I do because there's there's already some sort of, I mean, there's a production um, Mm -hmm. underneath what what I want to, Mm -hmm. uh, to write, so... Obviously, I will have chords, mm-hmm. so I will know the key, and uh, th- that's a step that I don't have to take. And um, mm-hmm. so, uh, in that case, uh, I would just test melodies out, mm-hmm. and if I have something uh, in mind, like lyric wise, I will, uh, I will try to write something. Over those, mel- over those melodies. Um, otherwise, when I write by myself, I mean, I've been challenging myself to, um, you know, try different ways, mm-hmm. different approaches. But, yeah, the, um, like, mm-hmm. piano is always, like, my safe place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I would say I always come up with melodies and chords first before lyrics or well I wouldn't say before but at the same time Mm -hmm. it's uh I think it's not likely for me to uh, to come up with lyrics first Mm -hmm. and then um and then music even though um I did Mm -hmm. I I actually did this morning I was trying to finish up a song um uh, (laughs) and uh which (laughs) which I started writing last week mm-hmm. and uh and actually i had lyrics for that before before that's so interesting so, uh, <laughs> yeah like you can't pin me down so, just but, do it in so many but yeah ways. i mean the the hard thing for me is to write um you know just mm-hmm. piano and you know, vocals but uh, imagining the production mm. that really that really is hard for me because even the way i play the piano will will then somehow probably influence uh-huh, the producer right. so have to um, be cognizant of that i don't know yeah. it's hard yeah. it is really hard especially like yeah. i mean you're a pianist and like anik you're like a guitarist so like you're i feel like both I don't of your songs can call me that we are calling you that because that's the truth of course you are <laughs> but like i we talk about like anik and i talk about this a lot like if a song was just written on piano or just written on guitar and it sounds obviously if you're writing something acoustically like it sounds full and it sounds 
like as it should sound sort of like in when you mm-hmm. when you when it's just acoustic and so it can be hard mm-hmm. like after that to imagine it being something different like with production and to imagine how it could be changed or elevated i feel like mm-hmm. recently something that's kind of strange is that in order to come up with better melodies and different melodies i've been i'll like take a song that's just like written out mm-hmm. in the notes on my computer just lyrics basically not chords yet because I haven't really like decided because I'll play it on guitar with some chords because that will spark some melodies and then I'll switch I'll switch chords and switch to piano different like like different Mm -hmm. key different every different everything just like same words and same melodies because I will it'll like inspire different melodies from there like if the song isn't done yet Mm -hmm. or like I'll take it from piano and then try it over a beat and just like move it around in all these different places to try to like inspire me which some mm-hmm. sometimes it Where like ends up with a song that is not cohesive at all because I've been writing <laughs> like the parts yeah. in all these different places. But sometimes I don't know. It's just interesting, and I feel like if I do that, I get a better sense of like how I really want it to sound because it's like what mm-hmm. what about this song do I keep coming back to no matter what like music is backing it. Like that's how I know when the melodies are strongest because I'm like even it's not just like the piano or the guitar that's making this melody sound good it's like consistently in every different mm-hmm. place with every different like sound or style of music i keep coming back to this one yeah melody. that's really smart it is. i never so thought of that that's really that's i like advice. i d- i didn't think of it until very recently i didn't think of it until i like <laughs> until i noticed <laughs> i was doing that and it's just kind of interesting if you want to like figure out what some what you want something to sound like I don't know. It's a little more to do with mm-hmm. melody, but yeah. I like that. If I could That's play cool. two instruments, I would definitely do you that. You can. You can play piano. I mean, like, we can't. I can't play piano like Carmen can. <laughs> I can just, like, play some chords. I've never heard any of you. There's a reason for that. <laughs> Either of you. <laughs> what? Mm, stop. Sasha can play piano. I can. Well. Silly. Mm. I have a keyboard that collects <laughs> dust because I cannot play it anymore. I was actually going through my old because you know I like don't throw things away and it's a problem like I'm not a hoarder but I just really can I hold on to some things and I Sentimental have value yes and I have my like my notebook from when I used to take piano mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school of like yeah. all of the assignments that I did and all of like my record time for my flashcards from like memorizing notes and stuff and I just mm-hmm. loved my piano teacher so much that I will Aww. not get rid of the book And I, like, look at it, and I'm like, damn, I should really start playing again. But I just am so bad at it now that I – if I'm not immediately good at something, I stop. Okay, I see that. But you should. You should go back to it. You know what? You guys are right. (laughs) I should. And I'll try my best. So (laughs) moving forward with music, do you have any – like specific goals of things that you want to do like do you have pop star goals you're like I want to be touring the world I want to be on the face of every magazine Mm -hmm. or is it like I want to be behind the scenes as a songwriter or just kind of like I don't know what are your what are your goals okay so well one first goal of mine would be that of putting out well first of all music that I am really um proud of yeah I mean I'm I mean I I guess that's (laughs) I mean I guess that's that should be or you know um should be pretty much everyone's um but yeah I would love to do live shows Mm -hmm. again 
Um, but another thing, especially in these past, well, almost two years, um, I realized how much I love writing. And sometimes mm. I, you know, I, I will write something and I, I'll feel like, hmm, that's, that's cool. But would that fit like my, you know, my vibe or mm -hmm. something? And uh, so I wish, you know, to <laughs> become a better songwriter. And uh, um, um, I would love for someone to, you know, sing yeah. my songs. That's so and, cool. Uh, and yeah, um, overall, what I really would love to, to gain, I mean, is, is not fame, but respect. Like, I, I, yeah. I really feel like I... I, I, I want no, I think that makes sense. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I love, I love that too. That. I think that's really important. Because to be in the music, I feel like in the music world, in the industry, like behind the scenes, to be a well-respected like songwriter yeah. is a huge thing. That it, that's oh it. Oh my gosh, I'm so you excited. You want to be in where it happens, and that <laughs> would get you into it. That's awesome. Well, that's all our questions for this podcast episode. Oh. Thank you for being on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so cool. Thank you. For Everyone go us. listen to Carmen. Thank you. I love you guys. Of course. I'm like gushing. Like, I love Carmen. <laughs> and we're back with Ayo. Song of the Week and Woman of the Week. Song Take it away, Anik. Woman of the Week. So my Song of the Week this week is Why by Sasha Sloan. Oh, I cool. have been listening. I mean, I did Sasha Sloan a couple weeks ago. I think I, I did. I think it was last week. <laughs> no, and you, and you did House of Mirrors. Oh, yeah, I did do House of Mirrors last week. So obviously <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Sasha Sloan. <laughs> and I was listening to Lie. I hadn't heard it yet. And I just started uh -huh. listening to it. I thought it was really good. And then I was listening to the like story behind how she wrote it. Uh -huh. And I thought it was just interesting because I never even thought about top lining before nyu before people were like oh yeah i write to be right. stuff and i just like never thought of it as something that people just do often mm -hmm. and i really like the story behind this because she'd like just moved in with her boyfriend recently and some like random email like some random guy emailed them beats just like cold emailed them and i love that people <laughs> open love that cold emails okay i really appreciate that and so he opened the email and this was one of the beats and she was like sitting on the couch and she had the hook like in the chorus to I want you to lie and then she was like mm -hmm. oh this is really cool and then she started talking about how sometimes songs don't just like happen overnight and sometimes like the best song because mm -hmm. you know how a lot of people are like oh if this song like didn't come together naturally like it's probably not that good yeah which isn't true yeah and she was like you know I think that sometimes songs just happen like organically and happen overnight but sometimes like they take work and you have to revisit them and rework listen them. that's like anything honestly yeah. sometimes and it's so, magic sometimes it's not yeah. <laughs> and so yeah she was talking about that and she said that she hadn't really found her style yet like she didn't really know what she wanted mm -hmm. to sound like yet so the song took like many different forms and then, you know, this is the version that they landed on that she was like, this sounds like me and this is me. And I really love the song. And I think it's. I love that. Wait, is yeah. this new or is this an old song of hers? I haven't heard it yet. This is new. It came out. Let me see. 
because I know it's newer, but I don't know when exactly. Yeah, it came out 2020. Okay, cool. Yeah. She has an album coming out, like, next week or something. That's interesting that she did it from a cold email of Beats. Yeah, I love that. I will say that I get cold emails of Beats quite frequently, and I I do not always listen to them. (laughs) It's interesting. I try to listen to them. I swear, I I swear I try to. to. Yeah. Because when I cold email people... I want them to answer. I need to be, I need to get my karma back together with that because, like, I want people to answer my cold emails, so I need to start. Exactly. I don't know. I used to be really good about this, like, and I would top line, like, beats, like, people's beats all the time, but I guess I've just been, Mm -hmm. you know what? This fall has been busy. (laughs) It's been, yeah. It's okay. (laughs) Sometimes you have to take a step back. My song of the week is Friday I'm in Love by The Cure, but... I am talking about the song in general, but I'm also specifically talking about the Phoebe Bridgers. I think it's her BBC Radio 1 cover of it. I mean, because this song is full of energy. This song is a great driving song. But then she, like, strips it back and makes it this, like, like, sad, like, echoey thing that Phoebe Bridgers does. And Mm -hmm. I just love it. I mean, like, it's raining really hard right now. It's been raining. It's getting a little colder out. Like, it's really the mood. Um, This song is, like, classically good. I was trying to write a song the other day with numbers. Like, oh, one this, two that. Like, in a verse Mm -hmm. or in a chorus or something. And this song kind of has a similar concept with that with Days of the Week. But it's mm-hmm. done so well. Like there's no there's other day of the week days of the week songs, but there's no one better than Friday I'm in love. Although I will say, I don't know what it's called, but there's one fifth harmony song where they go like Monday you sent me flowers, Tuesday something, something. <laughs> Do you know that song? No. I I used to listen to that when I was little. Um yeah, so that's another <laughs> honorable mention as far as weekday songs. But Friday I'm in love is the best one. It kind of we'll start a <laughs> yeah, it describes this feeling for me that is that I hadn't I've listened to this song for a long time, but I hadn't like noticed until recently what they were really talking about. And maybe this is just my interpretation of it, but it feels like mm-hmm. what they're kind of describing is. I mean, I don't want to get too deep. Time is a construct. We know that, like, it's not, it's not real, but it's thing. This this thing that humans made up, and like Friday, has this kind of like happy blur that it creates, and it's so strange how much it changes my mood. I'm like, I could be having the shittiest week, and then on Friday, I'm just like, well, it's fine. It's Friday, like it's Friday. Like, I mean, Rebecca Black said it herself, and Friday, like, gotta get down on Friday. She sure did, and it just. It kind of, like, it's, it is a really, it's, like, a simple concept, but it's such an interesting thing to notice and to, like, convey in a song, like, this happy kind of dizzy blur that, like, a weekend creates, when really it doesn't mean anything, nothing has changed, but the guy is just, like, mm-hmm. Monday is gray and Tuesday, whatever, but Friday I'm in love. I don't know. I just, it just, like, hit me. Like, I know everyone knows the words of that song, but I had just been, I just listened to it this week, and I was, like, huh. That's so interesting. That's such a smart thing to say. I don't know. That's my song of the week. I like that. I don't think I You know don't know that song? Listen to it after this. I feel like I don't. I might not. Listen to it. But listen, listen to the to real version first, and then you can listen to the Phoebe Bridgers one. Okay. Well, I love Phoebe Bridgers. 
I love her so much, and I love that she started a record label. It's so freaking cool. I think it's the coolest thing ever. There's just something about record labels that are ran by artists and songwriters yep. that really resonates. <laughs> I know, you know, because it's not like the intense business scariness. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I'm here for the art, and I love your music. I love that. So, so shout out, Phoebe, it. if you need anyone to sign. Um, um, I can think of two I people. I can think right of some here. people. <laughs> So my woman of the week this week is Stevie Bill, and she is a singer-songwriter who is 19 years old, and she is from Europe. I mean, she went to school in Amsterdam, and, like, her parents are Dutch and English, and she's super cool. And she has two songs that just came out. One of them is called Better, and I've been listening to it I love it. Yeah, it's super cool. And, yeah, she's my woman of the week just because I think that she's a really interesting person and i like that she's very like has this go-getter mentality like she decided to study music so she moved to the u.s to study music yeah and she's been putting music out now and i was on her instagram the other day looking at visuals Mm -hmm. and i always find it like super inspiring to see people who are so young kind of like on top of everything and so she has like these it really makes someone question themselves yeah like really makes a girl question everything it makes me question (laughs) everything but at the same time i'm like wow this is so cool that you yeah have all these like visuals to your songs already and you have like a distinct sound and just it's really impressive so she's my woman of the week she's super cool and you know props fun fact she might be on this podcast next week yeah exciting might Red meaning sh- if all goes well she will yeah so you guys you know stream her so music, go up. listen to it and then be excited to hear her podcast episode it. next week yeah woo okay that's awesome my woman of the week is delilah montague she is a british singer and i don't think i have talked to you about her yet because i've been meaning to because i just found her music a couple weeks ago and my favorite song of hers is called Seven Days of Rain, and it's a piano ballad, and it's very, like, kind of soft, modern Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And it, the first line goes, she felt the kind of sadness only rich kids do, solid gold sadness from a room with a view. And the song is, like, it tells, like, this really kind of, like, heartfelt, story in a very interesting descriptive way and like it's not Mm -hmm. she doesn't give you like the specifics of everything but when I listened to it I just like felt it so hard I was like Mm -hmm. I don't really know what or who you're talking about but I feel like I've had this emotion before and that's when you know that they did it right that's so true and yeah she has an EP out and some singles and she's super super cool and amazing and just a beautiful beautiful soft voice kind of mm-hmm. like billy martin i love billy martin oh i can't wait to listen so yeah that's my i have some week. homework to do bye guys thank you so much for tuning thanks in thanks for listening we'll see, you next week. see you next week even in the dark i see your face